Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Racing Only Better podcast. This is your Royal Ascot Day 4 preview. We've got all the way through till day four. It's been a tricky old week on the punting front, I think, for many people. Dan, I thoroughly enjoyed your message into the group that you would have had more luck if you pissed on the race card and backed the one that was wettest. Yeah. Line. <laughs> That's basically how I felt this week. You've got at least at least people on social media out pointing it out or following it by the by the selection. There's only one problem. <laughs> there's only one problem with that, Dan. You'd probably miss the race card. Yeah, the minute. <laughs> when you when you're crowing about Gregory winning it even money, you know you've had a, a quiet start to the week. I need another Rohan or a Heredia to Well, sort to be me fair, out. your big your big Aiden O'Brien day is today. We're recording, of course, on Thursday morning. We're doing the Friday preview now. But by the time people are listening to this, Dan might have tipped four different winners across the card, three of them trained by Aiden O'Brien. Uh, TC, anything to report, weather or watering front, before we crack on, please? Uh, no, uh, no, obviously the ground was crooked in Apple Day yesterday. I think, I think they're putting on five mil. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be going on the quick side. Oh, good. Okay, let's kick straight on with the first race on the Friday, which is the Albany Stakes for the Phillies, of course, over the six furlongs, and we've got a load of one from one horses up near the top of the betting, including Carla's Way at one hundred to thirty. Star Spangled Banner Philly, as is Soprano, seven to two next best in the market, also one from one winner. Jabara in there for the Varian team at 11 to two, and Navassa Island in there for Michael O'Callaghan at 13 to two, as well as Porta Fortuna over from Ireland as well. Kev, we will start with you here. Who do you fancy in the Albany? I like Navassa Island, Michael O'Callaghan. Um, I've been talking about her for this for a little while, so we best stick put. Um, she made a good quid at the breeze of sales by territories, made 240 grand. And Michael debuted her in a group three at Nace. And I thought she just ran a race full of promise. Um, got a bit shuffled back mid race, couldn't quite hold her pitch, and didn't get into the clear until inside the two pole and flew home despite greenness. And it just failed by a neck to get up on Porta Fortuna, who's a very promising filly herself. So um, I think there's an awful lot of ability in there. And um, the question mark, as always, when you're coming to Royal Ascot with one run, is will they will she know enough? Um, so I'm hoping she will. Um we, we saw a once raced winner winning a two-year-old race on Wednesday. Um so look, hopefully. She can overcome that and, uh, and go very well because I think she's uh, she's very very talented, and I think her price is, is still fair. Um, I might immediately after that run an ace and thought, yeah, you're the fav for the Albany, surely. And um, I've been saying that for a little while, and she still isn't. Um, so we'll wait, we'll wait and see. Um, but I think she's got a great chance. TC, are you going with a horse with limited experience, or there's a few in here who've had a few more runs, like likes of Dawn Charger and a few others? Uh, which angle are you coming at this race from? Uh, probably the no bet angle. Um, right. <laughs> what, I will, what I will say very quickly: Sportsbook are playing four places, and as much as people wanted to cry, you know, speed figures on two-year-olds, etc., they do dictate the market. I mean, Carla's way has been all one way in the market for the last ten days. She's now the 130 favourite. Uh, all the time bandits have been talking her up uh, in that period. Very impressive at Doncaster. But as we've seen all this week, you know, some of these two-year-olds can step up out of nowhere. Uh, so, no, I won't be having a bit in the race. 
no bet race. Dan, given the fact it's a two-year-old race, I'm not going to be surprised if you say they have a strong view in this either. No, not a strong view, but I'm, I'm not sure I'm sold on the callers. I, I appreciate what what she did on the clock and what the runner-up has done since is extremely striking, isn't it? But I'd have wanted to see a race a bit more efficiently. I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't go on from that because she was she was basically headstrong. Under the circumstance, it was a remarkable show of ability for us that cost plenty. But yeah, I think at this level, on a stiff six like this, she's going to have to settle a bit better than she did. I like the fact that Jabara won first time out for Varian because that doesn't seem to be his MO so much these days. He's had only one first time out two-year-old winner so far this year it was her and she did well so i'd maybe have her a bit closer but of course it's it's hard to be strong all right well do you have a strong view then on the commonwealth cup which is the first group one of the day we move on to next over the six furlongs obviously for the three-year-olds and we get to see little big bear drop down to sprinting distances at haydock when we last saw him and bang he's even money favorite for this Sakir is next at four to one. Lazoo in there, eight to one. Noble Style is tens and Shaquille is tens and it's bigger prices thereafter. Not going to run through their credentials for this race. There's loads of interesting angles in, Dan. But what we want to know is who wins the Commonwealth Cup. Is it as simple as Little Big Bear? Well, on the previous show, I was, I was firmly in the Noble Style camp because there's, there's a group, isn't there, who are, are refugees from Guinea's bids now try and sprint in this is what this race has always been about it's a great addition to the calendar i think we'd all agree with that but i can't say i'm encouraged by the early signs from appleby and godolphin their only winners at royal ascot week has been a double in newcastle last night um so that that has put me off him to some extent and i've come around to the belief that yes little big bay is significantly more likely to win than should have been a ring but they raced in the same part of the track at Haydock, whether it was favoured or not. It seemed to be, of course. But is there too much between them? I think mean, should have been a ring at 20 to 1. Very solid horse. Runs runs his race every time. I didn't think he was necessarily up to listed level earlier in the campaign. And he's definitely exceeding my expectations. I'm more of a believer now. And he's just really solid. And I wouldn't be surprised if a few did blow out because those coming from the Guineas, Sakil to name but one just one still have to prove that they're the same force even if stamina did for them and Shaquille can be a bit difficult at the gates yeah I just came thought he was very solid stiff six be absolutely perfect for a horse who's got form at seven yeah okay should have been a ring currently 20 to win one. and place that would be please win and place 20 to one uh for the Richard Hannon yard TC over to you for the Commonwealth Cup yeah, uh, well, I put up last week uh, our preview show. I put up Lazoo at tens each way as the um, as my anti post bet at the the festival, and you know I stand by that. Nothing's changed in in the meantime. Uh, we lost Cold Case yesterday from this race. Lazoo's eight to one, and I think that's a very fair each way price. Where's the pace here, do you reckon? Uh, swing along, uh, swing along. I think we'll get an easy lead. Um, so. Uh, a little big bear and Saki could go forward, but I think Spring Hong's gonna gonna get gonna get the lead. Um, yeah, Lazoo, I'm not enamoured by the draw being being drawn uh, 14 of 14. Well, effectively 13 of 13 now, because I just don't like being drawn on the wing. Um, we've seen that Ascot this week, and uh, we see it all the time. You know, if there is a track bias, I mean, she could be dead in the water already, but hopefully that won't be the case. You can easily forgive her a run, uh, a non-staying run in the thousand guineas, especially as a soft ground wouldn't have helped. Uh, would have there, 
we know she's got the potential. She's uh, of all of these, she's got the potential to actually stick it up to a little big bear. We all know that horse wins if he comes to his, his two-year-old best, but that's still up in the air. And for all people want to be getting him, he's he's still the shortest price he's ever been at at 2.22 on the exchange. But no, Lazoo, we know a group one winning two-year-old form. I mean, the meditate Morsh uh Chigley Park form line is great. Fast ground, no problem. She's a course winner. Um, and our mate Rafe is um is having a is having a very good week. So yeah, Lazoo each rate eight uh looks very, very solid to me. All right then. Yeah, eight to one on sportsbook currently. And Kev Blake, finally over to you here. You know, are we ignoring a horse like the Breeders' Cup winner, Mischief Magic? Obviously, you were such a fan of Noble Style last year. I get the yard is not firing on all cylinders, but like at the bigger prices, what are we saying? Yeah, look, there's a bunch there that that I that I quite like. You know, Mischief Magic, Noble Style, um, Shaquille. Um, you know, you can make cases, Lazoo as well, that TC has mentioned, but look, I don't think that Big Bear's quite a bit better than all of them, to be brutally honest. Okay. Um, like I don't think we saw the best from it. Haydock, I think that was a, an adjustment back to sprinting. Um, I loved the way he did it. I thought he was taking the mick throughout the final furlong. Um, like he, he just he wasn't doing a stroke, I didn't think. Um this will be more like it. That run would have sharpened them up. I was thinking and hoping in the build up to the race that um, the wise guys would be heavily in against him because of the perceived advantages he had in, in terms of position at Haydock. Um, it hasn't really happened. Like he just got shorter and shorter. Um, so it's difficult to look a foul in the eye and say that he that he's a fair bet at, what, at the price he is right now. But um, I just think he wins. Um, so like if you you can either um take your medicine and take the price or play in the without markets. Um, because look, I, I just think he wins. To be honest. Right. Simple view then. Before we go any further, do not forget bet 10, get 10, like I have. Uh, have a £10 <laughs> bet on horse racing multiples. Get a free £10 bet on horse racing multiples. There's no better week to do it, but do it responsibly, please. Uh, TC, on we go to the Duke Benedict Stakes, the handicap over the mile, four furlongs. Absolute nightmare type race this is for me. And that is probably summed up maybe by the fact that Alna Fifth, the Charlie Apple team, is your nine to two favourite here. Off a break, off a gelding operation. We haven't seen him, obviously, gone up a fair whack since when we last saw him winning, admittedly. But the yard's out of form. Um, and it probably says plenty for the openness of the race, I think, that he's found his way to the top of the market. Yeah. Um, 18, 19, 12, 12, 14, 19, 19, 21, 12, 10. What are those? Yes. Draws what? of past winners. Eh? Draws of past winners. Well done, Daniel. Uh, Ten points to Dan. Ten points to Dan. I've, got, I've got something right this week. And we still and we still get trainers like Charlie Fellows in the racing post this morning. But you know, going worries me about um Cloudbreaker being drawn 19 of 19. It's just like you have to be drawn wide at, at um at this uh, at uh, in these mile four handicaps around Ascot. That said, I think you have to have Tamusius Fox from stall six on side. Um, mainly because I couldn't see any other. Well, I Jack Darcy in 20, but I think Oshie Murphy's uh from stall six. I think the lead is his if he wants it, uh, and I think he'll have to take it. Um, I think this horse has been a revelation since being gelded. I think a seven pound ride for the new market win last time is very fair. Sportsbook are a top price 13 to two, and I just have to, I just have to have him on side. In fact, he'll probably be my, my biggest bet. I'm worried about the draw, but. 
that's negated by the fact I think he could get an un- uncontested lead if he wants it and he'll have to accept it. Uh, Saeed bin Sarul runs, um, let me go, oh yeah, global heat in here. Um, I thought he ran really well at Haydock last time. He chased the, he chased the all-the-way winner uh, and he still wasn't beaten far in the end. He's been dropped a pound. Um, he was running well in group races in Maiden earlier in the year. And I just thought with the sportsbook playing six places, uh, I thought the 25 to one is very fair about global heat. So side being surreal. So yeah, I played two of the race. One, probably win only the favorite, uh, well, the second favorite and 25 each way. Uh, sorry, 25 each way. Uh, the side being surreal runner. All right. Um, Kev, uh, Joseph has Otika Sushi in here at seven to one. Ryan Moore booked for that ride. Do you want to expand on him or anything else you fancy in here? Um, yeah, Okita looks to have a good chance. He ran very, very well in the Copper Horse last year, have a slightly higher mark. Um, he's looked, you know, as good this year. The handicapper's probably been a bit generous dropping him. Um, going to try the mile and a half rather than the mile six here. So um, look in a perfect world, you you'd want loads of pace in front of him. Don't know if he's gonna get it. Um, draws fine in nine. Um, but really to maximize his chance, they'd want to go really fast in front of him. Um, so we'll see what happens on that front. But the one I like at a bigger price is Maxud Huey Morrison. Um, a horse I've liked for a long time. Um, was keeping a close eye on him at Chester. And, and for me, it, it looked, um, a, a run with a view to the future. And like he, he wasn't, he hadn't come in his coat beforehand. He didn't look great. And, um, you know, Extend the 10 furlongs around there. It was likely to be a bit sharp. Missed the kick, just toured around basically and um, and got two pounds back for that. And I, I believe this has been the plan. And when you look through the, the best of his efforts last year, like he ran a stormer, second to Secret State at Goodwood in a race that didn't really go right for him. Off, and that off didn't a higher run mark. another good race behind, was it not Lionel back at Goodwood as well? That was another good Yeah, so second second lifetime start. You know, basically, he did a lot in a very short space of time last year. I think he probably took them by surprise. Yeah. And he was he was also kind of learning on the job. He was a bit over keen at times. And I think Huey has, has set out to, you know, relax him and get him doing the right thing. And, you know, I think I think there's more to come from him. Um okay. and he he's he's got the right type of draw as TC mentioned he's drawn fifteen I hope he's not terribly far off the pace I'm hoping he's in kind of the second wave and um, that would do for me and um yeah he, what is he twenty five to one something like that I know uh, sixteen sixteen's been back ah, from the, the the sports book the clever sports book compilers are dodging him um but yeah. he, um you know the exchange might be the place to get him um a little bit okay. closer to the off maybe but. He's, um, yeah, I think he'll outrun that price. All right. And what about you, Dan, in here? I don't know who wrote this, but somebody on the Time from Internal database on Timetius Fox wrote, suspect this will do better at four. It definitely wasn't me, but what a shout that is. He's improved 20, 30 pounds. As Tony says, revelations fair. He's won two handicaps by a combined eight lengths after going up 10 pounds. I, too, have to keep him on side. But in many ways, I think the most interesting run in the entire race is Nagano. He's missed 664 days. They've kept him in training. I mean, he's he's got a right chance from this mark if you go back to what he did in his first season. He was a he was a big achiever. He had six runs across four and a half months. Won three of them. Was six in a King George handicap here, not beaten far. A couple of lengths. Then capitalised. Yeah, really badly hampered. And then he went to Goodwood and made amends. Not seen him since he was a. 
a potentially unlucky second when odds on pulling well clear of the rest in in the March takes a good one on his final outing, but he comes back in a handicap off a rating of a hundred. I'm sure that undersells this horse's ability. You're putting a lot of trust in the trainer to get him right, but I feel obliged to back him given I think he's potentially the best handicapped horse in the race. So I'll have two if that's all right. You can have two. Yeah, he's currently eight to one in the market. Uh, on we roll to the coronation stakes for the Phillies, the group one over the mile. We don't get to see the clash of the Guineas winners, but we do get to see Tahira, who's currently four to seven. Uh, favourite for this race, following on from her Irish 1000 Guineas win. Meditate in there at 9-2. to two. Queen for you at 11-2. to two. They're very much an unknown in here. Sounds of Heaven, 10-1. to one. Mama's Girl, bigger prices after that. So, to hear an extraordinarily short price, TC. So, I ask you how to play this race, because if she just wins it, how are you playing it? Um, <clears throat> well, Morge's no-show is good news for me, because I bet Meditate each way anti-post, so... But I'm very surprised Meditate's so weak. Um, she's currently 6.6 at the time of recording, and that seems far too big to me. Um, Tahira is justifiably short on what we've done, but Meditate is getting closer. Well, she's got the closest she ever had done to Tahira uh, in Ireland last time. I actually thought she had Tahira at it at one point, but I went back and had a look at the in-running prices. and um, Meditate. No one else agrees. Medit no, Meditate only hit a lower 3.75, so no, nobody did agree. But I think the angle here is, obviously, Meditate's won the Albany here. Uh, she's improved massively from Newmarket to the Curra. I was just reading, you know, speaking to Ryan about this, I get the firm impression they think if if they are going to beat Tahira, um, tomorrow might be the day. Uh, and the icing on the cake for, for Ryan is I couldn't see any other pace in the race. I think he might send Meditate to the lead kick coming around the final bend and hopefully take the, uh, the you know, the, the take uh, take away the, to hear his finishing kick. So, yeah, I think if you can get any, I think nine to two, the sports book meditate. And I, but if you, if you can get five to one win only on the exchange or bigger uh, meditate. Yeah. I'll go with meditate to, to overturn the favorite at the fourth attempt. Yeah, and, and she yeah, she is nine to two on the sports book currently. Um, if anything's gonna outdo to hear her here, Kevin, might it be the quickening of getting faster ground? Um, or, or am I just picking uh, like am I just clutching at straws here? No, it could be one thing, but I'd say the best chance of getting their beat now is this just being a mess of a race. Um, right. because I think people will look at it and say, right, meditate is clearly going to make the running. Um, but I know um having doing um um an ascot tour with aiden the other day and you know the their kind of his view was right how we might how we might be able to reverse this form is is riding quieter around the round track you know that he seemed to think that that might suit her better um than the, the more attacking ride she was given last time for example and on other occasions in the past um so look they often say the best horse to get a the best way to get a good horse speed is go a bad horses gallop and like this unless something changes up here now this could be a messy would be my read of it and um to hear is going to have a target on her back as short price fabs always do with this meeting and look she had a target on her back last time and she was classy enough to to overcome and um and win quite well so um it wouldn't be a strong view but i just you wouldn't be one i'd be encouraging anyone to to lash into now at the price um ground tactics potential for messiness yeah wouldn't be wouldn't be my cup of tea okay dan is it your cup of tea 
How do you like your cup of tea, Dan? I bet you're a milk one sugar type of bloke, aren't you? No, I'm quite strong, no sugar. Oh, when you first go without sugar, it feels like the worst thing in the world, but it's... Oh, dishwater. It's, sort of, it's so... Tea bags, no sugar for me. Two, Two tea bags? bags. Yeah. Yeah. What an animal. Jesus. Absolutely they pay you too well, TC. Spoon's got to stand up in it, otherwise it's going back. Wow. <laughs> Bear's getting big, Vanessa. I know. I know. It's a lump of a thing. Anyway, Dan, on we go. On we go. That's we Tony. Um, yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm increasingly warming to putting my faith in a <laughs> putting, my, putting my faith in Gaza. I mean, you know, he just uh, when he when he hikes one in grade so soon, the likes. I mean, Gregory obviously was backed off the boards yesterday. But this Queen for you is out of a mare who won this race. Obviously, back as a three-year-old, the three-year-old only race. She's shaped remarkably well at York, considering she was still green and dropped out. I was thinking, firstly, she might be without favourite play, but I'm actually going to back a win only in the win market, with half of me hoping that Meditate and Tahira are so busy focusing on each other that they get racing a bit too far out. That's my hope. Hoping to maybe Chris Hayes makes a move, tries to get Meditate covered as they enter the home straight. They can have a bit of a war for a furlong and a half, and Queen for you can be played late. I won't lie, I'd have preferred Frankie taking the ride, but Havlin's been on board for both wins. And you it's more so thinking that Gosden normally enlists Frankie for these particular lively chances, but they're stuck with Havlin. Patient ride to hear her standing three quick, three quickish races. Yeah, um, the closer we get, the more hopeful I'd be that Queen for you is a very good prospect and her presence in this race is significant anyway. All right. Interesting. Very intriguing. We shall see. On we go to the Sandringham. Phillies again over the mile. Um, this time the handicap and Coppice is your five to one favourite for that team again. John and Thady Gosden off the back of pretty much just a gallop up at Newcastle on the all weather when we last saw her. Jackie O next best brings in the Irish 1000 guineas form behind Tahira seven to one. Dream of love in there for the Apple team at 10 to one being on an international venture late. Um, and after that, it's Girl Racer at 11 to 1 for the William Haggis Yard. This is, I don't like the look of this race at all, TC, to be honest with you. I uh, love it. Love it. Love this race. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I'm really keen on one. Uh, Sportsbook playing six places. Uh, also, I like is Novus at 33 to 1. Um, she is 40s in, in a few places, but I'm very happy with 33s. I'll be happy with 25. The angle in, obviously, it's a ridiculously. Uh, competitive race most of the most of the pace other than stall four is middle to high Nova's in 29 so I like that position but then again I said that in the hunt cup and that see how that played out but no I think the key to Nova's is I mean she she beat a now uh 91 rated Philly uh physique at Newbury last year in a maiden um go and have a look at the comeback run uh, at Newmarket, she was seventh off her, from off the pace. Off her, um, uh, you know, she was against a track bias there. I want that's a usually promising run. We didn't see much of her at Goodwood last time because it was running the fog. But when she appeared from the mist, um, she was coming from well off the pace. And although she only won by neck, I thought it was a real dominant win. Uh, she only went up two pounds for that. Um, yeah, I, I really like it. But she's stepping up to a mile for the first time, and she is by Dandy in a man, but 
the dam run over a mile six. So you think the extra furlong is guaranteed to improve her. Um, yeah, I think she's a massive, massive price at 33s. Um, I was a half-sister the flow, man. Yeah, it's quite, it's, um, I mean, the more I look at it, the more, I, I love finding one at a big price, and I think I found one there, Novus. Big. Novus, we love, we know you love a big price, DC. Novus currently 33s for the Gary Moore operation. Uh, Dan, Barber, did you find this as tricky as I am? Yeah, oh, yeah really, I have no Heredia, who's sort of group horse in waiting necessarily yeah. jumps out at me this year. But what I would say, I mean, I associate this more with Cheltenham. You know, you get a form clue from the earlier races and and as the week wears on, you're able to tap into that. It could be something like from that time, Fond of his handicap working out really well, Imperial Aura and Simple the Bets both winning at Cheltenham. You don't often get it at other meetings, but the race yesterday, as we speak on Thursday, actually boosted that race won by far too shy because you had far too shy won that day Bellhaven was second not disgrace yesterday don't tell claire briefly hit the front yesterday and finished second and sly madam got absolutely no run in that kensington palace yesterday so i'm hoping that a massive price again be a million motties font i think 33s at the moment was 33s that day finished eighth coming from a bad position and finishing with a bit more to give in a falsely run race. Um, first handicap run for this horse, who is a, a rare debut winner for Huey Morrison. She may not be up to much because she's never started short than 10 to 1 in a race, but she's been very highly tried along the way. She ran in the Fred Darling on a return, and Ascot just felt a bit more like it, and I think she can better that form, and I've taken encouragement certainly from how a few from that race ran yesterday in the Kensington Palace including far too shy herself as well. Yeah. She ran a very good race. Weird race, um, that one. It one had to go in front down the outside, then the next one, then the next one. Yeah, good race. Um, <laughs> Modest Font currently 33s, Nova's 33s as well. So go on, Kev, add another really big price horse into the mix for us. Oh, look, I'll make, I'll make a small case for Zoe Innocent, um, one of the Irish runners. Um, like, you can just read bits and pieces of her form that makes her look well handicapped. Um, on her reappearance when like all of Josephs were needing the run, um, she she nearly beat Spreewell. And to be honest, after the race, it was absolutely sick that she got beat because she got to the front quite early, um, traveling really well and was all over the winner and got run down late. And I came away thinking, man, one that got away. And of course, Spreewell's gone on and you know, won the trial and finished fourth in the derby and is a very good horse. So I beat over longer trips. And um, she went over to France for a listed race at Chantilly last time. And just typical French, just really messy. Got locked up, finished off quite well, finished up their tails. Now she was beaten less than a length in sixth. Um, but, you know, she ran well. Her handicap mark escaped. And um, something like this now, just it'll suit her, I'd say. You just wish she was drawn higher um, just to be a bit more in traffic. Um, as Tony mentioned earlier, like I wouldn't be fond of being on a wing either. Um, but I, I think there's a case to be made for her to be well handicapped. Like she's always looked very nice in a potential, um, you know, group filly. You know, she finished a very good second to never ending story last year, who's been doing very well this year. So, yeah, hopefully okay. she can put it together and, and, um, you know, deliver on previous promise. Brilliant. All right. On we go. 535. Uh, get to see the King Edward, say, uh, the seventh stakes. Uh, over the mile four, and it's all about Derby form. We get a, a rematch here. 
in some ways. King of Steel, your even money favourite, obviously second in the derby when last seen, taking on a rest who clearly didn't appreciate Epson 11 to 4. Continuous is in there, who brings in the French derby form at 9 to 2. Artistic Star, 9 to 1. TC's derby pick. Dubai Mile obviously flopped at Epson as well, currently 10 to 1. So plenty of interest in here, but so much added now that we re- we get to see King of Steel again, Dan. And uh, he really makes this race. I really, I really want him to back the derby form up run a brilliant race and then we can say that it was a good derby not a bad derby yeah what a, what a surge he produced to go clear initially massive physical specimen loads of ability to match uh but probably not the most robust i don't know if that's unfair to say look i've no i don't have a strong view you got four coming from the same race um i was airing more towards continuous on the basis that not just because it's trained by Joseph before you interject. The fact that the... It isn't. Uh, it's not. Uh, by Aiden, Aiden event. Sorry, I was <laughs> continuing my theme, obviously, of tipping Aiden horses. Um, uh-huh. But I just don't think we've seen the best of this horse yet. Running the Prix de Jockey Club last time, probably didn't get an ideal run at things. And then in the Dante prior to that, it was a mess of a race and maybe it hasn't worked out particularly well, but... I'm sure he's a bit better than he's he's shown today. It all rests on which King of Steel turns up. And I don't have a strong view either way as to whether he'll blow out or whether he'll prove himself a genuinely top-class middle-distance horse. So not much help, really. Sorry. Are you in any way doubling down on artistic star, TC? Yeah, I already have been. Um, oh. I could not believe when the prices come up yesterday morning. Four firms made artistic star 14 to 1. So... Uh, but even the even the current nine to one's more than acceptable. Just going through uh, just a few bit of housekeeping. I think Dubai Mile is guaranteed to lead. Uh, I couldn't give a stuff about the Derby form. I hope King is still blows up big style. Uh, mm. Continuous. I can I can you know put some flesh on the bones of that. But Dan, uh, he had a setback for the Dante. He was a massive drifter in the lead up to that race. Uh, so they were thrilled by that. Um, they thought he'd go close to winning the French Derby last time, so they were a bit mortified. They don't know why he ran badly, um, but they think they have to give him another chance. And it's significant that he's the Aidan O'Brien had eight in here at the five day stage, so they rely on continuous. Mm. Um, so that tells you that tells you something about that. And he's weaker at the moment on the exchange, he's six to one, but yeah, I, I they wouldn't I wouldn't put you off that given that vibes coming from the camp. But I have to be with artistic star. I mean, um, I was, you know, he he ran no con. He just didn't handle Epsom. I mean, I, I seriously turning in. I thought Rob Hornby was going to pull him up, and, and like I just looked away in disgust. And I was amazed when going back and having a look, and he finished seventh, staying on, and only beating eleven lengths. I mean, I couldn't believe it. But um, but it was even more annoying because the horse he, he beat at Sandown in a good time the the four Torito who runs today actually gagged up off a mark of ninety five on the same card. So. Uh, I think he's a horse of real potential. Um, so I'm putting the faith in him. I thought nine to one's very fair. When when I was looking at when I was looking for the prices to come up yesterday, because I wasn't sure he's going to turn out quickly, I thought he'd be about six to one shot. So even though the 14s is long gone, I think the nines is more than acceptable. And I'm yeah, I'm 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 currently trying to back him at 10.5 on the exchange as well. So artistic star for me. All right. 
On we go to the last race, guys. Palace of Holyrood House Stakes. The handicap over the five furlongs. Sprinters to the four. Conquistador is your five to one favourite on a roll since joining George Bowie and is a good bit shorter than the rest of the field here that's followed up with Tawala for the Charlie Fellows yard. Another horse who comes here off the back of um, a couple of wins. So as you would expect, it's form horses to the four, TC, but I am very much relying on you to give us something more original than the five to one favourite Conquistador who we can all see is on the improved, looks well handicapped and has yeah. been back from an opening price of 11 to one into fives. Yeah, Bowie is, um, you could have the key to this, but I um, think Fundamore is very interesting. Obviously, big trainer upgrade, uh, Kevin Wright to George Bowie. Um, got good two-year-old form. This is the lowest ever marker, 90. York winner, finished um, only beating five lengths in the Molecombe. And they pay 50 grand for it in October. Uh, the only issue is that we haven't seen him, haven't seen him since, and he's been gelded. So he must have had an issue. And, and for that reason, he might just be a social runner here. Uh, but you know, it's, the sports book playing five places, Thundermore's 25 to 1. Just on the trainer switch alone, it's probably worth a little nibble. I mean, I that's, that's very tough on Kevin Ryan. I, know, I was trainer. about to say, do you consider that <laughs> a little trainer upgrade? Yeah, I think it's a trainer upgrade, yeah. Ooh, I, mean, if, I, that. I have a lot of training with Kevin Ryan. Bowie is a classic winning trainer in a very short space of time. His trajectory is like that. I don't think anybody could, I would argue with anybody, that that's a significant trainer upgrade. I mean, Bowie just gets sources from other people and improves them knowing. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I stand by that all day long. I would disagree, but that's that's the great racing game. Um, Daniel Barber, what's yes. your in this, please? That's a problem race, Jay, about 16s. It's a great race, isn't it? So many informed horses. They're going to go like, you know what, off a shovel. There's going to be no I mean, no hanging around. Jay, about no. 28. I don't even know which the right place to be is. I don't know where. I mean, the pace seems fairly evenly spread. But Jay, ran in the race in which the re-opposing danger alert won, but was drawn 12 compared to 5. Didn't have a fair crack at things. Still nearly won after being stuck wide. He's had four goes for Baron. Form figures one, two, one, two. It sounds like a mic check. And he would have, on the latest of them, he would have it would have been three out of four because he should have won. His new mark is kicked in, so he's eleven higher. But he deserves it on the Musselboro win in that Sunday series race. He absolutely slashed up by nearly four lengths. He's clearly going the right way for a new stable. Baron can get these horses rolling. And I'd guess they've put him away for this. And Baron booking Colin Keane definitely took my eye. I can't believe he's 16. I really can't. Yeah. Open up up. One of one of the great phrases in racing. Is it's just this oh, phrase well, like million just becomes like a phrase that you use. You know, my mates, uh, my mates will ask me a question. Oh, you fancy anything? Fancy coming out tomorrow night or something? I'm a million. I mean, they're just. <laughs> Um, right, that wraps up our rattle through the day. We, well, I've not only did I forget to do the bet 10, get 10 offer, but I also forgot to do my <coughs> tales from the car park last night. Would you like a tale from the car park? Yeah, everyone wants a tale from the car park. No, um, I, I'll give you the PG version because the X rated version is not for our listeners and viewers' ears, but there was a saxophonist in there. Saxophonist. That's it. Thank you. 
and she's playing Glastonbury and she's really cool. And my oh, friend wow. had a party, their owners of Charlie Johnston, they had a massive party and it turned into a rave and a half. I left very early, but it was still going strong very late into the night. And she was there doing a thing. Ooh, playing know. Baker Street. <laughs> it's the most boring Vaughan Ascot car park story I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, we'll get the X-rated version. Well, on what Let, let's wrap yeah. up naps and then we'll start recording. You, and say the X-rated you're, version. You're at the wrong party, Vanessa. The Irish party was rocking, and Charlie Johnson was even at the Irish party. He was there rather than his no, own party? So there I, you go. I actually, I actually <laughs> am aware of that I walked past the Irish party and I thought, oh, everyone's having a good time in this place. Anyway, uh, we digress. Naps, please. Uh, TC, I think your nap is in the Duke of Edinburgh Stakes. No, no. Oh. Uh, Go on. Uh, in the Sandringham, Novus, win and place. 33s. Wowie. Um, Kev, I think your nap is boringly little Big Bear. No, no, definitely not. Um, oh, I'm, I'm um, out. Uh, it, it, yeah, it could be Navassa Island, but Beckett will go for I'll go for Max Sud in the, in the Duke of Edinburgh, 25s. Nice big price naps today, team. Go on, Dan. Win a place, win a place. Win up in the three biggest fields. I was close to should have been a ring win and place, but I'm going to go for Jerbat win and place in the finale, please. Lovely. Currently 16s on the sports book. That wraps up the show, guys. We only have one more day left to record, but we still have three days of action as we record this right now. So we're right in the thick of it. Don't forget, bet 10, get 10. For £10 bet on racing multiples, get a free £10 bet on racing multiples, but read the T's and C's. Have a good one, everyone. Gamble responsibly. Get stuck in. Enjoy yourself. Cap run for this horse, who is a, a rare debut winner for Huey Morrison. She may not be up to much because she's never started short than 10 to 1 in a race, but she's been very highly tried along the way. She ran in the Fred Darling on a return. And Ascot just felt a bit more like it. And I think she can better that form. 